Hi everyone, welcome to Kitchen Table Talks, a podcast dedicated to conversations you would have with friends at the kitchen table. Hi friends, welcome back to another episode of Kitchen Table Talks. I'm Sally, and today I'm here with my co-host Enzo. Bonjour, it's me, Enzo. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for joining me. And today we have a very, very special episode for you guys. And today's topic is traveling. So tighten your seatbelt, ladies. And um, before we get started, I just want to ask Enzo, when you're flying, do you bring any essentials with you on the plane? Are there any essentials that, yeah. you know, you take? Besides your vibrator, yeah. I mean. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like, that's number one. I mean, if you're not traveling with one of those, I don't know what you're doing. Uh-huh. But, um, yeah, essentials, I would definitely take um, my headphones to listen to music, my phone to listen to music. <laughs> uh, I'd carry a book, even though sometimes I don't actually read the book. I just carry it and then I'm like, you know what? I'm going to read it today because um, I have so many hours of flight and then I never actually end up reading it. And I carry then a bottle of water, for sure. I buy one in the airport and then bring it with me. Smart. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you have to have water. Stay hydrated. So, yeah. What would you bring? I do the same. I mean, uh, what I always do is I always buy, like, a Starbucks <laughs> when I'm at the, like, at the airport. Um, oh. I get, like, you know, my uh, caramel uh, macchiato is my go-to yeah. and definitely yes a bottle of water i always get like a sandwich before like i actually get to the airport i'll go to like you know a shop i don't know like mark and spencer's or something to get a sandwich because i actually don't like plain food like and it's so expensive as well you buy a sandwich on the airplane is like 450 and then you get it like two quid in tesco's i'm like yeah come on um so yeah definitely i would say um my caramel macchiato from starbucks a bottle of water and a sandwich yeah that's what mm. i bring also i hate flying by the way i but you know the way because i just get so bored you sit there i have nothing to do um you don't like flying I hate it. you don't think it's amazing that this massive piece of machinery is in the sky i and guess bringing, like... i guess <laughs> i mean yeah but it's just it's okay i'm with you i don't like flying either <laughs> yeah i'm just like i i, I love getting there but it's just that journey of getting from a to b it's just not something i'd like you know i like just being there so like i just wish that you can blink your eyes and there you know i'm just there you know yeah so speaking of places um is there a place that you'd really like to go to and can you tell us why yeah absolutely i hands down people that know me my friends all know that i would love to go to japan Japan is my number one spot and every year I always say like this is a year this is it and then I never go but yeah Japan I would love to go why because I'm just in love with the culture the food the language um I just I just love it I mean first of all they have amazing food Japanese food is like number one on my list and um and you have like I don't know you have ramen you have sushi you have like all these amazing things that you can eat. Like, you know, we all have them here in Ireland, in your city. We have a Japanese restaurant. But I don't think it compares to actually going to the place and having some food there. And then the other reasons, I mean, 
the language I like, the language I speak Japanese a little bit, I did in college, and I would love to practice what I've learned. And just the places, I mean, you got, you've, you you've Tokyo, you have Kyoto, you have Hokkaido, you have Osaka, you've got all these places, you have beach, you have the mountains, you have Mount Fuji, you know, you have like the onsens, the bathhouses. It's just, oh, sorry, I'm going to go on and on. <laughs> but Japan would be the number one spot for me. And I know you've been there and I'm very jealous. Mm. <laughs> what place would you like to go visit? I mean, Japan is definitely a beautiful spot. And uh, mm. yeah, like it's um, a place I'd like to go back to as well. Like maybe hopefully next time with you. Um, I don't know why. But in my head, if I can go somewhere right now, I would like to go to Santorini in Greece. Ooh. Yeah, I don't know why, but that place just popped into my head. I just thought like, oh, it'd be really nice to have a pool if it's sunny. And just, um, I don't know, the white buildings and stuff, the white and the blue. I just think that is so pretty. Mm. It's like a postcard. I'd like to go there. I'd also like to go somewhere sunny for now. I mean, it's summer, but it doesn't feel like summer in Ireland, you know the way? So I wouldn't mind going to Bora Bora. I mean, <laughs> like, or the Maldives or something. I'd uh, love that, but yeah. can't afford it. But anyway, uh, we can all just dream. Um, speaking of places, um, I'm sure we've both traveled for, you know, a bit. Um, mm-hmm. Are there anywhere that you would not want to go back? Like, A place that I wouldn't like to go back, yeah. I think, would be... Um... I had a hard time thinking about this one because I didn't th- I couldn't think of a place that I wouldn't really like to go back because I had good experiences and bad experiences in all these places I've been. But I'm going to call someone out, drag her. Um, I'm going to say Lille, <gasps> Lille city in France, up in the north. Um, north, right? Yes, yeah, north of France, north, yeah. North, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I, didn't, I don't like Lille because it's, um it's a city but it's also it's got like a lot of um old buildings and then you have the newer buildings too but they're all just so mixed up it's kind of hard it's like um what i was telling you before was that there's a church and it's beautiful it's really old and the architecture is uh, stunning Mm. but they have like a starbucks in front of it you know (laughs) it, it just breaks the whole like yeah atmosphere you know it, cre- it breaks the fantasy of being in this part of town that's really yeah it's old. just like and can also- you imagine it's like the great wall of china and then there's like starbucks in front of it. you're like what the fuck is going on <laughs> excuse me do you have free wi-fi <laughs> <laughs> yeah but yeah Lee would be one also the- i went to the park it's got like a zoo and, a- and like it's this park and it's huge and um i don't know i just didn't like it it was it looked old it didn't it just well, it wasn't very taken care of either. Um, the train okay. station is huge, but then there's like a shopping center beside, and it's just full of people. And the roads are really, really small. Really small. Like if somebody's walking in front of you, you're either going to have to go on the side of the road and get hit or push the person. <laughs> you know, it's they're really small. Something I do like, I don't want to put Lille in like, don't go visit this place. The bakeries were really nice. Well, that's France. I mean, they have true like yeah Um, hey i'm trying to be positive here (laughs) yeah yeah no no that's that's good i mean i've never been to lille but i don't think i'm a fan of um the north part of france either to be honest 
And okay. Yeah. yeah, I mean, places I don't like. Jesus, I don't know. How much time do you have? <laughs> There's a good few places that like I've been and I don't like. Um, it could be wrong of me to say it because like I don't want to like uh you know generalize and say oh this entire country I don't like but I'm you know um I've only been to certain parts of a country but if you're saying like okay a place I can hands down say um I've been to quite a number of times and I know it in the sense I I wouldn't say quite well well enough I would and I still really don't like it would be London um I don't know it's just the vibe I don't like the vibe um it's just not my mm. thing it feels very commercialized and it's just so busy I don't know I don't feel like there's a charm to it there's nothing I mean that I'd like there you know I mean besides oh you can go and see some shows which I love and I think that's the only reason I would really go there and also because I have a ton of families there like all my cousins are there um other than that I don't know like what is there for me to do like or you know I have no reason to go really um yeah the top place would be I'd say London like I wouldn't go there unless I have to like for the last couple of times I had to go there is because of weddings or whatnot you know um Mm -hmm. yeah so definitely not a place I'd like to go back to um and also um going to different places all also comes with um you know experiences and different things I have to say uh, one of the craziest experience I've ever had was when I went traveling solo in Vietnam it was the best thing I've ever done really because it is really scary traveling solo to a country that you don't know like you've never been to uh, you don't speak the language or anything but it's just so fun because so many other people are doing the same thing so you always find a friend and you know you realize one thing is that a friend is always just around the corner um so it's really really great and the crazy thing was i remember just met these uh, a bunch of guys and we were just on a tour together like on a boat trip and um we ended up just hanging out for the rest of the day and um when you go to so um southeast part of asia it's really common to rent a motorbike and just go around the city and the countryside and stuff like that and these guys they rented uh, some motorbike um and uh, I didn't have one, but like I was at the back of one and uh, this Austrian guy, he was, you know, riding the bike. I was behind him and he was like, um, can you put your hand on um, the handle, like on the left? I was like, OK. And he's like, can you put your other hand here on the right? I was like, OK. And I was like almost like driving the motorbike. And I was like, what the hell? He's like, can you just hold on for a second? I was like, what the fuck are you doing? And he took his hands off the handle yeah and what he did was he was putting on his gloves and we were on a bridge this is in vietnam i think it was in hanoi or somewhere and we were on a bridge and i was driving the motorbike and i couldn't really see because i was behind him and he was just like putting on his gloves and he was just so chilled and i was freaking out i was like we can just roll off this bridge and that's it you know what i mean and oh it was crazy but it was so much fun because like you know, it was really short. It was just like, I don't know, 30 seconds. But it was like scariest thing I've ever done. But it was just, you know, it's just in a sense, like you feel like, oh, you, you've achieved something in a sense that, um, oh, I've done it and I lived through that, you know. <laughs> so that was like. Wait, but how fast were you going? Oh, God, fast. I don't know, but it was fast. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you know the way, like when you're on a motorbike, you're just like zooming up and down everywhere. So um, yeah, that was um, a crazy experience. Um, I'd do it all over again, like, you know. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah. Have you ever gone through anything like that while traveling? Um, yeah, I've had my fair share of adventures <laughs> while traveling. Um, I think the craziest one or the one that stands out to me would be when me, my brother, my cousin and my mom, this was like maybe 2010, nine. Uh, we went to um, the Amazon. Oh, wow. I didn't know that. I yeah. Know you've been to. So we were in Peru. Wow. We were in Peru, and then we went to, um, oh gosh, we went to Ica, I think. Oh God, I can't remember now. Which is basically now near the Amazon, and we took a flight. We went there, and then uh, we were staying, like, literally, like, these kind of, like, I want to say huts, but it was, like, a hotel where people go. But it, it was, like, you have your minimal, like, you have your food. You, you know, it, was, it wasn't, it was like, a five-star resort, is what I'm trying okay. to say. Um. And the way to get there would be by boat, like a speedboat. Yeah, yeah. So we got there and then we got into the um, the huts. And the crazy thing is that I, what I did like about this trip was that um, at nighttime, you could hear the parrots. You could hear the, the sound of the That's Amazon. mad. All the birds, you hear all the uh, different animals. You weren't scared? Uh, no, I think I I think if I went back, I would kind of be a little bit scared. But I was like, I don't know, I think I was like sixteen, seventeen. Yeah. So I wasn't like, oh, this is so mm. cool, like you know. So yeah, that would that was a bit crazy. Uh, the crazy part comes when we went on a trip around the Amazon, and just walking around the the jungle with a with a guide, obviously a guide who lived there for all his life. I knew that's he was so going. crazy. The thing is, we got we didn't get lost, but we went out really far, and then it started raining. Oh, no. And when it rains in the Amazon, it rains in the Amazon. Like it, it, it like it's nothing like a light rain. Wow. It pours from heaven. So we had boots on, obviously, but um, we had to go to like a village nearby to wait out the rain because it was pouring so much. And the people in the village were like they they were village people, like they lived in the in their own made up they made their own houses and stuff like that and they were preparing for dinner and you know what they were having they were eat, they were going to have uh piranha <gasps> the for fish. their dinner oh my uh-huh. god how it's did great. they even get that we were like what well, you that and they were like yeah we eat this so wow that's that was a that's cool. a culture shock did you have any no culture like, shock I mean, the fish oh no oh no 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 like that was oh, their food okay. <laughs> we were just there. we needed a roof to wait out there and they knew the the guide as well so it was oh, okay, all cool okay. but it was really weird when they were like they had a bucket and the piranhas were there and like you could see like their oh, teeth and everything was, were they alive it was cool, but i was like yeah no we're, yeah. we're good oh god <laughs> no thank you that's a bit of a culture mm. shock no wouldn't you say Oh yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I mean, I feel like culture shock comes; it kind of creeps on you. Mm. You know, you you see these places that you want to visit, um, but you never think about the culture shock when you get there. You're thinking about, oh, I can go see the Eiffel Tower, I can go see the Great Wall, I can see all these amazing places, but you never actually think about 
the shock that comes to you when you, you go into a shop, for example, and you see that, I don't know, they're selling different products or you see different things like or like, um, <laughs> that shocked me in France. You go into a supermarket and they sell like rabbit meat as if it's like chicken. I'm like, okay. They do that in Spain too, and they eat it for New Year's. Oh. And I gotta say, I'm not going to try it. Oh, I don't know. I'm already not a big meat eater. So, I mean, rabbits is just, no, it's not something I'd want to try ever. Okay. Well, um, but yeah, like, you know, there's a big, massive culture shock with food and also with like, um, with people there, you sure. know, uh, yeah. I feel like biggest culture shock was when I went to France um when we worked there and then when i lived there um for a while massive culture shock with people you know um yeah that was the biggest biggest for me yeah i think like the biggest culture shock i've ever gone through was going to um china like even though my parents are chinese mm -hmm. like they're from hong kong and i was born there and we moved to ireland when i was five um every time we go back like it's something shocks me you know and to wrap it up the big question here I would say is is it actually worth it like all this traveling because traveling is not cheap even though it's like a lot cheaper nowadays to travel because like you know you can fly to the UK for 20 quid with Ryanair or whatever um but still it's not cheap like if considering you know um accommodation food visiting places um transport and all that it's not cheap and you know it is tiring like doing all this traveling and things like that um you also you are sacrificing some things because if you were like let's say taking three months out of work to go traveling that can affect your career and things like that is it really worth it because i'm they're thinking seriously if you want to see a place go on youtube there's loads of videos of different places like you know um travel blogs or whatever um or vlogs um and also, if you want to see a place, go on Google Maps. You can see wherever you want. So I'm like, girl, is it worth it? That's my big question for you, Enzo. Um, is it worth it? Yeah, 100%. It's totally worth it. I mean, I see where you're coming from. I see the whole, like, looking for cheap flights, looking for um, getting to the airport either. If you're having a super early flight, which I hate, you're so tired, you know, because you woke up ridiculously early um you're waiting as well there's a lot of waiting yeah. around your flight could be delayed you know you could get food poisoning when you're there you know which is a big thing uh if you're traveling somewhere new um you know there's all these things that come with traveling um but i feel like the end result is the best thing because you've gone through the experience of visiting the place you wanted you know visiting a new place if this is the first time going back to a country that maybe you enjoyed the first time around and now you get to see more of it you know there's a huge um learning experience uh, involved with traveling you know you you get to experience other cultures which i think is very important um because by learning other cultures you learn a lot about yourself you learn a lot about the world you have an open mind as well so it's it's great and also you can bring some of the other cultures into your lifestyle as well you know you can start cooking maybe other types of food, which, you know, you might enjoy. Um, learn a language, pick up the language, you know, because you went to China, you enjoyed listening to Cantonese and you want to pick it up, you know, it happens a lot. 
Um, so yeah, I think it's at the end of the day, is it worth it? Yeah, I think it is 100%. You enjoy it so much and you can experience it. Yeah, I actually agree. To be honest, there's also a saying in Chinese, um, rather than reading like is it a thousand books, is to take a thousand steps, something like that. I could be completely wrong in terms of the the saying but it's something along the lines of that is that a thousand or a hundred whatever um so you know it's better to <laughs> you know take that trip than not doing it and honestly it's also down to the people you will never have those conversations with you know certain people you wouldn't meet you know certain people if you don't take that trip so definitely i think it's worth it those are things that you cannot buy with money and it's so uh, soul satisfying I think traveling it's uh, almost like therapy yeah it's great it's yeah. a lot of fun as well especially if you're doing it with somebody you like like your friends or your partner or even alone mm. you'll make matter. friends along the way and that's what happened to me when I did a bit of traveling around Southeast Asia like in Vietnam and where where else uh, Taiwan and things like that so definitely I recommend everyone to do it if you get a chance take a gap year go for it you know you have nothing to lose so there you go that's all the time we have for today thank you so much for joining me um, Enzo and everybody else for listening catch us next week for another great episode have a great week bye